When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, well, we are well into the week. It is Tuesday on the Colleen and Bradley well, Show. Yes, we are well into our week okay. on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And we will start today's show just as we start every show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. They're going to be talking about three things. Here it is behind door number one. All right. So, do you remember this whole story about Catherine Oxenberg? She's the uh, uh, dynasty actress who her daughter was involved with that Nexium cult. I, you know, I, I, I think I skipped this story oh. altogether. Okay. Uh, so, is this just another uh, mom now speaking out about? Her so, child's involvement with so that. So she's sex a fame, yeah, a famous mom mm-hmm. who's talking about her famous daughter, India Oxenberg, who started attending attending Nexium meetings, and uh, her mom was involved too. And her mom left; her daughter did not. And in fact, her daughter went all in. And then her mother learned some uh, disturbing details, which she has been talking about. Initially, she. We learned about this because she went and spoke to Megyn Kelly back in the day. And now Megyn Kelly did a full sit-down interview, which I think is going to air tonight. And she talked about it on her show today. That is Megyn Kelly today. Let's have a listen. Then, in spring of 2017, Catherine got shattering news from friends of India who had left Nexium. They told her of a secret sex slave group within Nexium. What's going on in the group with these ceremonies where they're branding women with Keith's initials? And we believe India's been branded. Branded with a red-hot cauterizing pen, an agonizing ritual. As the mother of a daughter, I can't imagine. You look at their beautiful skin, their beautiful bodies that you've tried to raise in a way that won't be corrupted. And to think that someone put his brand on there. What does that do to you? I was horrified. So that's just a clip from uh, the interview that Megyn Kelly did with Catherine Oxenberg about her daughter, India, who is now full into this Nexium experience. Um, and you can see that interview in full tonight. And I don't know. I don't remember what uh, what the show is that she does. I should know that I'm I'm a bad entertainment talker right now but that interview airs tonight on nbc i i honestly the more you i wonder why we aren't talking about this as much 
as we've talked about some other things, and I don't mean we like us in this room. I mean, like culturally, I don't know why this isn't being talked about more um, because exactly like what Megan Kelly kind of was able to um, articulate there, the idea of women being treated in this manner. I mean, to, to hear from a mother who probably feels a little bit of not maybe responsibility, but you know, she was there at one point with her daughter and, Presumably is the reason why her daughter was interested in the first place. Yeah. And then she had the sense to well, leave and then left her daughter behind. And like and this happened like many cults. And actually, I just looked, it was Monday night and it was Dateline. So it's already mm-hmm. out there and ready if you want to watch the interview. Um, what I was going to say is the way that she got involved was the mother, Catherine, got involved with this thing called ESP, which is like executive success programs. And they did these sort of like motivational you know, courses where you'd learn how to be very successful. And this Keith Rainier was supposed to be a super genius. And so everybody was flocking to him. And it's from there that it turned into this, you know, offshoot of Nexium. And then from there, you had this weird sex cult. And there's a part of this interview, which we didn't hear in the clip, where the lawyer for Keith Rainier is like, he doesn't, he didn't make ladies get tattoos they wanted to do that on their own and he was oh. like sure if you want to do that go for it and See, megan's like so women were typical. were burning their flesh because they felt no, like it for no particular reason other than they wanted to and the guy didn't care what like i mean seriously this is like we've heard this narrative happen right like let's side by side comparison with something like scientology when you talk about um how people were um when they got into the sea organization and yep. they were being sort of held captive and, and Scientology will say, Oh no, they do this all by their own accord. And this is all by choice. And the communication is exactly the same. They get in by wanting to better themselves. And the farther down the road they get, the harder it is to get out and the more, the higher the stakes get. Yep. Yeah. I just feel like, and, and stories about this cult have been around for you know, at least half a decade. And I, it just is so strange to me that we aren't knowing more about it. So hopefully this will continue that conversation. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Well, as you well know by now, last night was the finale of The Bachelorette, uh, starring our very own Becca, truly Minnesotan Becca. Uh, and uh, let's hear a little bit of the proposal by the do we call him a winner by garrett we were building our dream home out of sand (laughs) talking about our kids talking about a future i knew that i loved you so much and i wanted to spend the rest of my life with you and wake up next to you and have you in my arms every single day in my life i love you so much this journey has been a roller coaster of every emotion but the one strongest emotion is love and I've been waiting to say it for the right person. I've been holding back because I wanted to be a thousand percent certain. <laughs> Garrett, Vincent, or Gwen, I love you. Oh. I love you so much. Rebecca Jill Kufrin, my Becca, will you marry me? Engaged. Garrett, will you accept this final rose? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the last time I'll ever do that. Yes. 
So it is. that was the moment. That was the moment. Oh, the, such a good moment. All the romance. I know that for those who watch the series, I was watching. I did not watch the episode last night, but I watched it through the eyes of social media. And, um, you know, I know that people who were all in on this particular season were just, you know, head over heels and there were tears and everybody was crying. And, uh, you know, if you loved it, I, you know, I understand that, you know, you can fall for this experience. (laughs) I have to tell you, he's the reason I stopped watching the dumb show. Um, Because I wanted to be in on this season because I was like hometown girl. I want to support her. And then uh, the first episode, he he got the first impression rose. And then it was the very next day that we heard about, um, you know, somebody had really scoured his social media and we heard about uh, his many transgressions on social media. Uh, And I thought, I don't want to be a part of this because I think this guy's going to go far. Uh, Well, to that end, um, they did address that particular issue. What you're talking about is the uh, social media firestorm, as People Magazine uh, related it in an article where he liked a series of, quote, highly inflammatory Instagram posts, including some that were racist, homophobic, transphobic, et cetera, et cetera. And also um, uh, furthered some conspiracy theories that we can talk about. But let's listen to, should we do door number three? Let's do number three. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. And within that, we'll listen to the moment that he addresses this on the show after the show last night some stuff came out about my social media and i didn't realize the effect behind a double tap or like on instagram so i put out an apology i didn't mean to offend anybody um i apologize for that still i'm very sorry i didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings or do anything like that so i stand by everything that i posted in my apology and I'm just trying to grow as a person, be a better person on a daily basis. She's helped me through everything. We've been honest and open and transparent with one another since the beginning. And when that all came out, we attacked it because I feel like when I was liking things, it was going against what she stands for. And that made it really hard on us as a couple. So when we started talking about that, we got through that together and we're growing, we're progressing and we're moving forward. The Instagram situation, I don't condone that. And I know that he stands by his apology and he feels so bad for everyone that he did offend. And, you know, he didn't mean it, but I just want to move forward and to learn and to grow and to continue to educate ourselves. And that's all that you can ask for in another person is that somebody who recognizes if they make a mistake and do something wrong and want to learn and grow from it. And that's what he's shown me. So they're okay. learning and they're okay. growing. There's a lot of learning and growing. Yes. Such I, as. And, and such, such as. And like. They now, don't even have maps. Just know that we're going to uh, have some words now. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> the thing that's frustrating about that particular apology is that it wasn't an apology. What he said was, and this is what I just love. Like, look, if you loved the show and you love him and you want an excuse to make you feel better so that you don't feel bad about feeling good about what happened i get it like we all do that and we get defensive and stuff but from somebody who didn't watch the show what he did was get caught liking a bunch of inappropriate things and i could go through the list we don't have a ton of time but um you know the 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 posts that he liked were not just like like 
They're not just goofy posts. They're like really, really racist, Mm -hmm. uh, really, really homophobic, really, really transphobic, really like things that you would be offended if you saw somebody liking. Mm -hmm. Also, the notion that liking is not the same as saying those things is really weird to me because a lot of people seem to be. Um, saying like, well, he didn't say those things. He like just he liked didn't post it. them. He just it's not liked like he it. believes those things. Well, Why do you like things? So, what's the purpose of liking it? Like yeah. you're friends with the the person saying those things? No, these were just random accounts. And for example, I'm just gonna uh, let's see. Okay, so here's one. It's a picture of two boys. Uh, wearing like army uniforms with guns and it says what boys did in my day and then underneath it it's a picture of two presumably young boys but I don't know they could be girls with short hair wearing makeup that say what boys are doing today Mm -hmm. so making the point that like you know boys are girly men now and they used to be real men Um, there's also these um, conspiracy theories about David Hogg one of the survivors of Parkland um, being a crisis actor. Again, you liked those, which means you agreed with those enough to actually, because I'll see things on social media all the time. And I'm like, even if I think like, oh, that's hilarious, even though that's totally inappropriate. Um, it's certainly none of these things, but you know, I can understand where you might have some sort of bias in your head and you just want to agree with something, but you're not going to like it because you realize that liking something like that is signing off on amount to saying that you publicly approve of it. Right. Right. So well, and like, that's the thing where I, if can I, if I can just like pick out a nuance of, of something he said at the very beginning of his very well rehearsed statement uh, that we just heard um, when Garrett said, I didn't understand the impact of clicking, double clicking the heart on Instagram. Okay, to me, what I think he's saying is, I didn't understand that y'all would find out yeah. that I was liking the stuff. Or that you would be offended. I mean, he said he didn't mean it, and uh, he felt bad that he offended people. Okay, well, one of the one of those is a lie, because uh-huh. if you didn't mean it, why did you do why'd it? Why did you do it? Repeatedly, not mm-hmm. just once. I mean, I get it, you scroll through and you could accidentally like something, but you did it a bunch, fine. And you you felt bad that you offended people, but you're not. But that's but not the you? same as being sorry that you yeah, thought that like, or believed that or I felt would, that way. I would be more happy if he was like, you know what, I um, liked some pretty nasty things, and I realized because of this that my like worldview needs to be challenged. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and. 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to try to understand the world in a different way so that I don't find myself liking things that are clearly offensive. Like that to me would have been a better apology than just, I'm sorry that everyone else got so angry and I'm, I'm a good person. Well, nobody's saying you're not a good person, but you're an adult. You're a man. Like, own yeah. your stuff. Yeah. You know, I think we'll have some time to talk about this a little bit later in the show. Elizabeth Reese is anxiously gonna, waiting outside the door. She's got so much dirt. She's got to get in here with door! it. We'll be back after this with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Oda. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese with all the dirt from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Hey. It is so nice to be with you on this fine post bachelorette finale day. Also with you. Oh, thank you. So I've got a couple little tidbits about Bachelorette Becca, who of course is from Minnesota. And so we were especially rooting for her to find long lasting love on her season after her last go round with Ari. Yes. I'm glad you brought him up, Colleen, because Mm. I have to talk about him for a moment. So Ari is the former bachelor who, of course, proposed to Becca and then blindsided her with a breakup on one of their happy couple weekends, Mm -hmm. um, which ABC decided then to air the breakup you know, in its entirety uh, prior to Becca being named as the bachelorette. Ari has been, uh, you know, I mean, he was the most, he was one of the most hated bachelors even before this started. Mm -hmm. It was very odd as to why ABC even picked him to be the bachelor because no one even liked him to begin with. And he was on the bachelor. um, He was on the bachelorette before, like, you know, seasons and seasons ago. Any whoozle. Ari broke up with Becca and then uh, proposed to Lauren, and now they're together. And here is what um, Ari tweeted. Lauren and I flew to the Maldives at the Bachelor and Becca's request. It's a conversation that unfortunately won't be shown, but it was really positive for all of us. You can imagine this trip could have been very difficult for Lauren, but she has supported and stood by me in all of this. Wow. He added, I thank and love her every day because of that. We wish Becca all the happiness in the world and can't wait to see how tonight goes. So apparently that was part of Weird. the show that they got some closure um, with Ari. And I, it's interesting that producers made that decision to bring him to the Maldives to like, I don't know, get the closure or help her make the decision or something like that. Weird. But now I kind of do want to see that part, right? even like though I don't like Ari. Footage? Also, yeah, there's a I just have so together. many. Oh, weird. It's so weird. I Yeah. Nope, that's uncomfortable. I think that they've had enough discomfort and ish. I just think like we just can't stand Ari. Well, that's the thing. I wonder if, you know, having him back and having him sit down and have an actual human conversation. Yeah. They were like, oh, man, he is really boring. And then just <laughs> were like, we can't include that. Look at that. <laughs> The ring that um, Garrett proposed to Becca with is 3.75 carats. Wow. It's a real stunner, my friends. It? He did not. It was gifted to him by Neil, Neil Lane. Lane. Oh, weird. Again? I know. They get to keep it only if they actually, you know, get married. And Becca, that gown that she was wearing last night is an $18,000 gown. Holy it's a Randy Rom halter gown that was white that you saw. I mean, and boy, I don't know. 
you know, they make deals on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette with these tourism departments of these places that they take the contestants. And I cannot even, I am like ready to book a trip to the Maldives Mm -hmm. like now. Yeah. I mean, how much is it going to cost me? I don't care. I'll sell everything. Yeah. I want to go. They have a way of doing that. It looks fantastic. You just go to the Caribbean. You can find those places so much cheaper. Mm. Trust me. Mm. And then you'll feel like you're in the Maldives and you can just be like, hey. Just tell yourself that's where you are. Tell people on Instagram that's where you are because they won't know the difference. All right. Fair enough. That's a good idea. Uh, The story uh, from the Daily Mail is that Angelina Jolie cannot see past her anger towards Brad Pitt. Okay. And that they are not even close to settling their divorce two years on. Wow. And they are still uh, raging in this custody battle. Uh, they're so hung up on dealing with the custody issues that the rest of the proceedings have not yet advanced, according to E! News. You know, who knows how much of that is true. I'm sure some something in there is true. Mm-hmm. But to me, that just feels so sad. That's so sad to me. Because yeah. neither of them can really move forward with their lives until they're untangled from each other. Right. Well, and the kids suffer. Mm-hmm. The story um, from TMZ sources saying that they believe that she wants to kill any relationship that Brad has with the kids. And they also claim there's been a lot of screaming on Angelina Jolie's part, adding she's fueled with anger and has gotten ridiculously unreasonable. I'm not surprised. I, I love Angelina. Mm. But I kind of feel like she's probably got some anger issues. She just seems like she might be an angry person. I think she has a, um, when she's done, she's done. And she wants that person out. And she's never dealt with a breakup that didn't allow it to just be like, it's on my terms and I'm out. Because Mm -hmm. she's never had kids with anybody else. Yeah. Challenge. So that's the story there. And Kylie Jenner wore a headband that cost $6,000. You can do with that what you will. Goodbye. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, thank you for giving us all of that information. Now we need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 Five pop culture questions. 30 seconds. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We do hey, this ladies. every day at 1230. It is the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. It's on the We've got Kathy on the line. And Bradley, what is Kathy playing for? A pair of movie passes to see Far From the Tree during its run of engagement at Landmark Lagoon in Uptown. Nice. All right. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am. How many children are in the Brady Bunch? Six. What is the name of the Jetsons' dog? Astro. Girls Just Want to Have Fun is a song by which singer? Cindy Lauper. Who created the TV show Law and Order? I have no idea. Little Monsters are the fans of which singer? Little Monsters are the fans of which singer? Lil Wayne. I don't know. No. Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Uh, Kathy, I'm sorry you didn't get that. It would be Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, followed by the creator of TV shows Law and Order, (laughs) TV's Law and Order. I don't know this. Dick Wolf. Answer. No, I wouldn't have known. Also, excuse me. What? That was my nickname in college. (laughs) I would not have gotten that one correct. My name is Mr. Wolf. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now 
that we're done playing that silly game, let's move on to solve some mysteries. We do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment entitled Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with an actress that was a plus list in her corner of the entertainment world about a decade ago. Oh, so wow, this that's person, a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot to take in. But at one time, she was a plus list in a very mm, distinct corner of the entertainment world. And we also have to think about a disgraced producer All okay. right, in this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. About a decade ago... This actress was A-plus list in her corner of the entertainment world. At that point, she rebuffed this disgraced producer, and he got his revenge by releasing a series of pictures that would rock the world. Apparently, all this is forgiven, or she got a nice big check because she did a huge favor for the producer and his family. Huh. It's not a Harvey Weinstein situation. Oh. oh, it is. Are we? T- that can't be Jennifer Lawrence. Well, oh, but okay. The, the, it's it's this a weird in her corner of the yeah. entertainment world that's throwing me off. So uh-huh. that leads me to believe it's not just your run of the mill A plus list. Uh, well, first of all, we should know who this is because it would be someone A plus list who's had nudie photos or something, right? Yeah, and she was very popular. Because of a series of television movies that were very popular with a subset yep. of the population. Okay, so it's the it's she used to date Zac Efron. I cannot for the life of me remember her name, but it was the uh, High School Musical gal. Uh, and her name is totally escaping me. You know who I'm talking about, right? Do I? Yeah. I should know this. Yes, you should. Gosh darn it! What was her name? Um, it's I I I want to say Miranda Cosgrove, but that's not who it is, obviously, uh. because it's not who it is, but. Um, oh yes, you know her. It, her Alexandra name is Daddario? no uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Mm. Because remember, there was that nudie photo of her that circulated, um, and I want to say, and and the, and they said it was because her phone got hacked. Yes, which again is such an that in and of itself is an interesting thing. Ooh. Oh, ooh, keep talking. Which is just, that was always the excuse that was used when those pictures were released. Yes, that it was a phone hacking. Yeah. Huh. What, Bradley? Well, there are three article headlines for mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. And they are as follows. Vanessa Hudgens is the second star to wear Marquesa since the Weinstein scandal. Interesting. That's his wife's uh-huh. line. Uh, okay, that one is irrelevant. And... That's also irrelevant. So never mind. But Marquesa. Um, but that's an interesting story, right? That it just so happened should come out. Do you want to read the blind item again? I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> Here's the blind item. About a decade ago, Vanessa Hutchins rebuffed the uh, Harvey Weinstein, and he got his revenge by releasing a series of pictures that would rock the world, being nude photographs of Vanessa Hudgens. Apparently all is forgiven, or Vanessa got a nice big check because she wore Marquesa, the design firm of Harvey Weinstein's uh, estranged wife on the red carpet also, for a new movie, Dog Days. Also, the timing of Hudgens' decision to wear this dress is particularly interesting considering, quote, in her September cover story for Cosmo released last week, the actress expressed her unequivocal support for the Me Too movement. 
I have been very fortunate not to have had any direct run-ins, the actress told the magazine. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it happen. To myself. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Okay, anyway. That's big. Okay, I, nothing more there. I just, you <laughs> All know. All right. Let that Eyes one on that soak problem. in. On. Moving on. <laughs> nothing more there. Case closed. Mystery solved. <laughs> Off to lunch. No, just kidding. We already had lunch. We're doing another blind item. I'd have it again. It was good. Yeah, it was. Taco Tuesday. Uh, Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-list star of a film. An A-list star of the film is the subject of this blind item. Since this film is historical in nature, the producers have decided to pull the release date in hopes that their A-list star can get his act together, get sober, and actually do press for the movie. Apparently, he has little actual recollection of shooting the movie because he was so out of it during filming. Oh, this is that Johnny Depp movie, uh, right? Biggie. Yeah. The, the one about, yeah. Biggie. City of Lies. Thank you. Yes. News today. What's this movie about? The murders of uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac, Tupac Okay, but what is Johnny Depp playing in this movie? A cop. Oh, not Biggie Smalls or Notorious B.I.G. Well, that's the same person, Bradley. I don't know what that means. Okay. I'll fill in the blank for you. (laughs) You're thinking Tupac is the other person. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Two packs a day. That's what I smoked in my 20s. Okay. Let's go back to that blind item, please. (laughs) All right. Since City of Lies is historical in nature. Uh, the producers of that film have decided to pull the release dates and hope that Johnny Depp can get his act together, get sober, and actually do press for the movie. Apparently, Johnny has a little actual recollection of shooting the movie because he was so out of it during filming. Yikes. Ah. Ugh. Yeah, well, right. typical. <laughs> but that's you all know, that of that story there is. No, I, but I was just going to say... <laughs> Um, that tells me more about what the plan is for the movie. That blind item tells us more about what the plan is for the movie and why they pulled it than any of the articles that are uh, being written right now. Yes. Because all they're saying is pulled without any alternative release date. And then they're trying to speculate that it has something to do with his assault charges on the set. But this is saying that it's really all about his inability to do the press because he's hammered. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Now I'm ready. Thank you. You're That's welcome. All that, that, that story there is. Sure is. Let's do a confirmed blind item. Let's revisit a blind item that we did just last week. So Colleen wasn't here for this blind item, but now it's confirmed. Ooh, fun. It has to do with an A-list reality star. And another celebrity spokesperson, the subjects of this blind item. This A-list reality star with a lucrative side gig is playing some hardball. She recently agreed to do a gig for a reduced fee if they would fire another celebrity spokesperson. Person. Person. Yeah. This was Kylie Jenner or Kendall? Kylie Kendall. Kylie Kendall. Kylie. Kylie. And it was Black China. Yes, oh. and now this is confirmed. If you go on Kylie Jenner's Instagram account from last week, Colleen, you will see Kylie Jenner doing one of those 
fitness tea advertisements. Oh, mm-hmm. And you would say, Kylie Jenner, you're almost worth a billion dollars. Why would you be doing fitness tea ads on Instagram? Well, it's all to get Black China fired from her fitness tea gig. They're like, wow. I'll, she was like, I'll do this gig for a really cheap price if you dump Black China. Ha ha! So fitness tea place was like, okay. We'd much wow, rather have you. They are ruthless. The Kardashians are. I kind of admire that behavior as much as I love Black China. The take no prisoners. We don't care what well, people Black think. Well, Black China would have done the same thing, right? Well, that's true. I suppose they're trying to beat her at her own game. All's fair and love and fitness tea. I mean. Also, don't drink fit tea. Yeah. I wonder what that does day to your detox. bowels. I mean, it doesn't. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sound good. It probably doesn't do anything. It's probably literally just vacuum bag dust. Yeah, but I bet it really Skin does give yeah. you <laughs> some sort of digestive, you know, upset. And then it says in the directions that that means you're yeah. being cleansed. Yeah. It's right? called teeny. Also, teeny. Also, they have fit tea wraps. Do you know what that means? It means it. Kylie me- Jenner endorsed tea wraps. Is that when you put plastic wrap around your body? It's literally like a thing you stick to your stomach that looks like a diaper. <laughs> that is supposed to reduce cellulite as well as tighten tone and firm your stomach okay this is to me you know those biore strips and you take them off your nose and then people will be like look at all the you know whiteheads or blackheads or stuff i got out of my pores that works no i think that that's just the paper no i don't think there's actually ever any blackheads on there yes it does no and i think that this p-wrap is the exact same way that stuff works this clearly does not Okay, well, we can get the Biore strips yeah. and we I'm can do you, them you live suck on air. Out some real blackheads. No, it looks like just dusty paper. It doesn't make any sense. Dusty paper. But what maybe are you, talking you didn't about? have blackheads to begin with, Colleen. Oh, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Oh my God! You said that like you were somehow accomplished. <laughs> I was feeling really excited about the fact that I we'll don't. We'll put have it on your black- butt and see what comes out. Okay, everybody's got dirty skin, Colleen. Everybody's got stuff in their pores. <laughs> when we come she back, she just acted like, "Oh, maybe it's because my pores are so amazing." What, can I just have something? Mm-mm. Can I have good pores? No, actually, you can't because the rest of us have oily pores. Why can't I just have one thing? Give me just something. Oh yeah, because that's the only thing you have. M- m- then I'd have you two don't things. Even have. Yeah. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, I have to tell you about the newest dating craze, Bradley. You are going to be so thankful that you don't have to date when I tell you about this. Okay. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, all you single people, listen up because there is a new dating craze and I have to tell you about it. 
You don't know that yet. I mean, I kind of do. But. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, if I say the word pheromone party to you. Is that some sort of like uh, aroma therapy oil thing? Sort party? of. Kind of. Okay, so here's the premise. Essential oil, that's what I meant. You know how, you know, people, uh, you know, in, in present day, people have a harder time meeting other people, apparently. That's why we have online dating and we yeah, have... Yeah, it's so hard to meet people today because we're so starved for any kind of human-to-human connection. What? <laughs> Okay, tell me more. Okay, so these so these pheromone parties have have begun, and they've so far been hosted in very very classy places, like <laughs> which means they're not classy. Los Angeles, New York, and London. Those are classy places. So here's how this works: <clears throat> you have to sleep in the same shirt for three to four nights. Okay. Okay. So. Just put that shirt on. Don't wash it in between. You sleep in it. And then the shirt will capture your pheromones. You bring the shirt to the party in a Ziploc bag. Then that is posted. um, You know, it's put around the room and people have the opportunity. Oh, God. To huff the bag. Oh, ew. And find which of those bags smells like something they'd like to smell for the rest of their lives. This is so, this is the most, you might as well just <laughs> go to the bathroom in a diaper and pass that around. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, apparently this is like a thing. Okay. I'm, I'm reading the website mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and it literally lays out everything you just said, right? Um, yeah, wear Guess the shirt. sleep in a shirt for three nights to capture their odor print. Oh, that's sexy. I'm so turned on. I can't wait to find out what my, you know, the true love of my life's odor print is. You put it in a Ziploc bag, right? Mm-hmm. You said all this. Bags are labeled pink for girl, blue for boy. Each bag is assigned a number. Only the guest knows what their shirt's number is. And then you throw all those bags in a pile and you huff them at your leisure. Mm-hmm. And if then you, you find, find a out smell the identi- attractive, mm-hmm. you take a picture with that bag at a photographer station. These pictures are projected as a slideshow on the wall at a party. If you see the picture of a guest you find attractive, this is the green light to talk to them. Yeah. That is nasty. <laughs> I mean, why don't... Okay, so what are they saying is... Like, I'm presumably there is... As with most things, people are trying to make money off of a thin veneer of logic or science attached to this. Like, people who like smells are often going to spend the rest of their lives with these people. What is the science they're offering well, to back this up? Well, I think the science, and I'm putting it in loose quotes, has everything to do with the fact that um, that mammals and other types <laughs> of animals... Okay, so uh, can we date They dogs? mate with people... With people, not people. They do not mate with people. Mammals and different animals mate with their mates because of their pheromones, allegedly. And we, of course, but are ain't ain't nothing but so, mammals, so we should do it like they do on, on the, the Discovery, Discovery Channel. Cute. <laughs> ding ding puns intended. Mm-hmm. 
But where is the science that says just because you like the smell of somebody means that you are somehow uh, like destined that, for a like wonderful, that is long the most ridiculous thing. We live in the year 2018 where we can map people's dumb genomes. And you're telling me the best way to find somebody that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with or at least a significant amount of time with is by smelling their dirty underwear. I mean, you're going to do it if you're in a long-term relationship with somebody. True. Yeah, but, really but guess what? about if you can tolerate let's, it. Let's do that <laughs> yeah. in the reverse. Like, I'd rather find out that I like the smell of my partner's underpants after we've been together a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to know that, oh, it so, just so happens that the person I love also happens to have a nice smell. The, but, like, things- just because someone has a nice smell does not indicate that you are going to then be in any way compatible. The thing that makes me a little bit bonkers is this, all these dating gimmicks. And I'm not saying they have not worked for somebody. I'm sure I there guarantee are people you, who this has worked say, for no one. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm open to the fact that this, that like somebody has met the person that they had a long-term relationship with in some odd, you know, kooky way. Yeah. Right. Whether it was speed dating or this, or like, I don't know, dating in the dark or any other one of those gimmicks that has been thrown out to us at some point. What bugs me about it is it makes people sound like we're too dumb to figure out how to have a conversation with another human being and then find out if we like them or not. Yeah. And that's what bothers me about the gimmicks. Well, no, it's just, well, it's, it, and it's just silly because, again, you're boiling people down to like the only way that you can truly know if you're compatible with someone is if you like the way they stink. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. And also, what if you have BO? Nobody's going to like that smell. And if you do, you're weird. But then you found somebody who is compatible with you. No, all it means is that you like the smell of someone. You could be. What if what that person next? is a murderer? Not, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, exactly. Their smell like, does not say. I don't care. You beat. You beat your wife. I don't care. You smell good. You uh, kill people. Uh, okay, but you smell real good. You done? <laughs> I mean. It's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. I know it is day. pretty. It is pretty ridiculous. Oh, that's saying a lot, actually, because we've already been together for a few hours, and if that was the dumbest thing, that means I'm doing okay. It's what? exciting. I'm just saying the fact that that was the dumbest thing you've heard all day. Oh, just is, wait, we still got two okay, hours. Okay, this of the is show true. To go. We haven't run out of yeah. road yet. We need five callers under the age of thirty to play a game with us. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you are under the age of thirty, we need you right now.